Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, uh, first off on the programme today, do you use cash at all? Not as much as you used to or never? Well, uh, the Banking and Payments Federation, uh, Ireland's payments monitor for the first quarter of 2022, has shown that cheque payments are at an all-time low. I think lots of people don't even know what a cheque is today. As we move towards a cashless society, what are some of the advantages and drawbacks of waving goodbye to notes and coins? Now, the question that we're asking you today is, is cash dead? Do you use it at all? Uh, if so, how often? Uh, if not, what way do you spend? I'm going to be uh, joined by a number of contributors to uh, debate this, but we'd love to hear from you on 1800 453 106. You can text us as well on 53106. I just checked my pocket a moment ago, and I have €12 Euro in cash in my pocket, and I think that's the most cash I've had in my pocket for ages because I had to take out money out of the bank to get my hair cut uh, in cash so I needed the cash and that's the change so uh, that's all the cash I have in my pocket so let's uh, talk about this I'm joined on the line uh, by uh, financial advisor uh, Porik Hassan Porik uh, let's talk a little bit about the uh, latest figures showing that uh, cash uh, well that two million contactless payments are being made every day that would suggest less and less and less cash is being used. Good afternoon, Adrian. Yes, I mean, the the figures, I suppose, are staggering when you look at the collective figures, but I suppose it's a clear sign that there is, uh, it's a further change to the whole, how we would have always understood banking, uh, where you go and withdraw cash from a bank link. Um, And the behavior of consumers has dramatically changed, probably sped up really by COVID and, and what happened there because um, we not only were we making contactless payments, but we were contactless as well ourselves in, in a lot of purchases were made over the phone and, and uh, through the internet. Mm. And but we were being encouraged to use contactless payments as well. Absolutely. For example, there was a minimum amount, a maximum amount you could contact us, and that got increased when COVID came about to 50 euro. And I think that it has even increased further. But then there was the explosion uh, of the usage of the likes of Revolut and N26 and, and those cards, particularly among the younger generation. Um, but other countries have been cashless for, for quite a number of years. So you take Norway, nobody would probably carry cash at all in Norway. Um, everything is by card. Um, but it does lead, I suppose, when we were growing up, the, you minded your cash, but you have to now mind your card or indeed your phone because while you can't have um, the same robbery occur with cash uh, as, as you do with your card, there is still requirements to be secure in terms of who you're paying and how you're tapping and people need to check then their balances to make sure the right amounts are going through. So it has diverted people to looking at their money in a different way. But definitely, I would say contactless payments will grow and continue to grow. But it will lead to the discussion and the the, the rather thorny discussion around bank closures or branch closures, because if more and more is going contactless, it means there's less and less visits to branches or the withdrawal of money or the lodgement of money. And taking cash out of the society probably helps in terms of costs, 
to the banks and, and to the individuals. But it is important that a lot of the mainstream banks charge per tap as well as they would from a direct debit or from a cash withdrawal. And Porik, so there is a cost. how do we compare to uh, other countries? You mentioned Norway, uh, they would hardly use um, cash at all. But I was very surprised recently in, in Germany to discover the exact opposite, that they love using cash. That's right. Some countries are stubborn in terms of usage, but I think it's the upcoming generation, Adrian, that are going to change that area because, the, as, as you said yourself there in, in the introduction, having cash in, 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 in your pocket is a rare event for an awful lot of people now, and I think that's only going to change. And it's probably for the better, particularly in terms of security. You know, when young, young children are going out now, it was so much easier for them to have a Revolut account and know that the cash couldn't be taken from them or the, the, and the 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 I suppose the, the rough people that would be looking to, to, to take it from them know that the kids are no longer carrying mm. cash, so there's no point doing it. So they were a little bit safer in, in knowing that they didn't have their 20 or 50 euro going mm. out, going to, going to a shopping centre. They could just go with the card. And more importantly, all that could be taken if anything happened with the card was what is on the card. And that was also a, a big security issue. However, there is a sector of society that is where the debate comes about, and that is for the older generation, because changing the behaviours there is always harder, and there's still a cash element, and and, and we've seen a lot of, of country, particularly in the countryside robberies, where there's cash still held in the house. It would be great to move that section to contactless as well, mm. because it would take away the cash element of it being left in the house, because they're not visiting branches and that suddenly they're taking more money out than they would normally do in order to cover events for a week or a month rather than a day. Um, so that area is really, and there is a focus in the banks to look at the vulnerable and uh, mm. trying to get them to change that it's not as onerous as it might appear but when you're trying to change traditions from from many years it's, it, it can be quite difficult so just uh, briefly uh Porik, cash was king it's no longer i would agree um the, the there are still elements of society that use cash and depend on cash um but the i think the use of contactless payments both in in ease and and simplicity will continue to rise I think there will be a further reduction in the use of the cash element. And that is also leading to, we all remember the Securic or vans going around the country delivering cash to banks and everything. That is changing, which is for the better because mm. it, it, it improves the risk element from a security point of view and thereby would probably reduce the cost of that security on, on the banks having to transport large levels of cash All right. that has changed quite a lot OK Park, stay with me for one second if you want to get involved in this conversation 1800 453 106 is our number you can text us on 53106 maybe you're somebody who still believes that cash is king that uses cash uh, very regularly or have you like most of us moved away from it um, the tech correspondent here at News Talk is Jess Kelly and she joins us in the studio uh, Jess technology has made it easier for us to move away from cash. A hundred percent. And this has been ongoing for quite some time. Like you mentioned a check there at the top and I had to stop myself from laughing out loud. Like what's a check? What is a check? The and only time I, I get a check from my mammy is a birthday present. Oh, look at you. And it goes straight oh, into the bank. Listening. No, but look, it's just not used. And I think that the pandemic absolutely expediated this. And I understand that there are people 
who may not be ready to embrace technology and fully replace cash. But I also think we can't speak on behalf of older generations. I know older people who fully embrace this technology because they feel more secure doing their big shop and paying with either a card or with their phone or even with their Fitbit um, because it means they're not carrying cash around and they're not being targeted. So I don't think we can just say, you know, all older people love cash. That's not the case. And I think that there are parts of society where cash does make sense. But if you walk into a coffee shop or if you walk into a restaurant today, chances are you will see a little device in front of the till where you can now tap to tip so, you know, that was the other big argument of cash. You know, you carry around cash, you can leave a tip on a table or whatever it is. You can now just tap your phone, leave a euro or you can increase the tip if you want, if you've had a big meal, whatever it is. And so, is that separate then from your main payment? Or Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. right. Okay. So, like, so technology is solving these issues as we go along. You know, I couldn't tell you at this moment in time, I have no clue where my debit card is. And I'm not saying that in a braggy sense. I'm saying it in the sense that I wear a smartwatch. I wear, I have my phone. My phone is never not in my eyesight that is all I need in terms so of you don't payment. need the physical card you don't need the physical card the card for me is just another thing to lose the same with cash I absolutely hate having cash because if you break a 20 as you did there or a 50 or whatever it is and you get your change it's going to disappear like I just much rather have uh, everything digitised I also find that apps like Revolut and some of the traditional banks are very good at displaying where you're spending your money. I find I've gotten slightly better with money since I've started using Revolut because I get a weekly roundup of, well, you've spent X amount on this and Y amount on that. And it's giving me better education. So I I understand that some people might be a bit apprehensive about the death of cash, but I think it's a great thing and I think we should fully embrace it. And like we said, it's been made so easy. As you you said yourself, you don't need your physical card. Um, And for anybody who hasn't moved towards, for example, using their smartphone uh, to pay for things. I use my phone for everything, for paying for absolutely everything. It's extremely easy to set it up, isn't it? It is. Now, look, I think this is where a bit of the apprehension comes in because from a security point of view, like remember back in the day, I remember hearing conversations about, you know, make sure you've got your hand covering the pin pad when you're taking out cash and use your back to cover it and make sure nobody ever knows anything about your banking. And then suddenly being told, I should just use your phone. It is a bit of a leap. However, if you haven't done it yet, depending on the phone you have, you can either use Apple Pay or Google Pay. You scan your card. And as long as your phone is protected by a pin or by your, you, you make sure you have good security on your phone. Um, In fact, I, I witnessed this the other day. This is just, you, you mentioned on. this. A friend of mine um, asked me to pay for something with his phone. Yeah. And I said, how can I do that? Sure, I don't have your, your he didn't have security on his phone and yeah. I was able to use his phone to pay for something. So that's a bad move. That is a bad move. Only, 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 please only do this if you have security on your phone. So whether that is the facial recognition whether it's the fingerprint or whether it's the pin, um, then add your card. And it means that you can go about and you can have it. Even if you still want to have the cash and the card in your wallet, it just means that if you so forget your wallet, yeah, you yeah. have your phone so you can pay. I think it's a great thing. I think it makes a lot of sense. As someone who used to work in retail, my least favourite job was at the end of the day, totting up the mm. cash and stressing because there was a five cent missing from the tray. We need to eliminate all that now. Digitisation is absolutely the way forward. Okay. Jess, thanks very much indeed. Uh, journalist and author Amanda Cassidy joins me on the line now. Amanda, as a parent... Does living in a cashless society worry you? In other words, how do we how do we teach kids about the value of money when they don't physically have it? 
Hi, no, it doesn't worry me at all. It's just a different method. And I think our job as parents is to teach them the way of the world. And as both Jess and Port mentioned, this is now the way of the world. Um, traditional piggy banks are have been dying out in favour of current accounts, prepaid cards, vouchers and even Nintendo credit. Uh, one parent even told me that the Tooth Fairy is now paying into one of their junior revolution Really? Parties. Oh, I never yeah. knew that. Um, <laughs> right. and, and in a brief kind of survey amongst uh, some of the, my mum friends, uh, one in three parents now seem to pay pocket money digitally rather than straight in, into a bank account. Um, but yes, it can be very easy to lose sight of the value of money. When we were little, for example, we knew how much we had left uh, of our pocket money by how much our pocket jingles. Mm. Um, but understandably, these are concerns and how children might maybe accidentally blow months of savings with just a few taps of the screen. And it's not as tangible as actual cash. But how, So how do we then teach kids about the value of, of money? Is it important to let them see the euros, the coins, um, you know, uh, working out how much change to give or how much change to get. Is that not all still very important? It is. And, and that's what parenting is about. It's about um, letting our children experience it, hear from us. It's about making sure children are introduced digital to money early on and then digital money um, with some practical hands-on lessons to encourage some responsible behaviour. Um, but it's about just preparing them in the right way. Um, in ways, arguably, though, it's easier to monitor what they're spending and on what when you have a digitalized system in front of you. Um, but in my experience with my three children who are 7, 10 and 11, um, I see that it empowers my children, to, especially when it comes to saving. But I think a bigger issue here and one we haven't yet touched on is about instant gratification and that importance of teaching the children about the value of anticipation. That was part of it when we were growing up. Mm. It was watching the money grow or watching the marbles in the jar grow. Um, and there's a lesson in that and slowly building up to a reward. Um, I think in a, such a society of convenience, that's not as common these days. And my only concern would be how we can translate that into a digital world. Um, but for us, we set up small goals for our children we save, for example, for things, you know, like we would have as children, save for holiday money, um, building up to a particular toy. But watching a number on a screen slowly rise is still exciting. It's still part of the lesson and it's still working towards a goal. But is it, um, is it as exciting as seeing as, as the, the money jar becoming heavier? I think our children live in a world where they're used to this type of education. Um, I mean, even cyberbullying has to... We have to monitor that in a different way than we did as children. So I think it's more about the parents learning how to, to manage it um, themselves and so that they can pass that lesson on to their children. Um, but I think one way is how we do it is to teach comparison shopping, to, to read the store price labels with our children in the shop, the size, the price, compare the bulk. That doesn't change whether it's digital or not. That, those lessons are still in quality or quantity, doing a big clear out of the attic or garage um, and doing a mini car boot sale or something those type of things teach responsibility and then whether it's on a screen or whether it's money in your pocket I think these days our children are used to seeing things happening life happening mm. on a screen in some ways too much um, and there, there's a place for that but I think for the most part they're used to it it's, it's how they learn and it's the way they, they have to learn and let me ask you finally Amanda do, do you use cash at all yourself? I do, and and when it's 
when it's around my children, they get super excited about seeing a five euro note or a 10 euro note, as do I still. Um, I don't use as much cash as I used to. And I don't, as Jeff mentioned, I haven't yet moved over to using um, my bank cards on my phone. And that's something I, I do need to do. Um, but I'm a bit of a traditionalist. I think I'll be one of the, the final people using money. I still, I still champion cash as king. All right, very good. Great to talk to you. Let me go to uh, Stephen DC, and Stephen is the CEO at uh, Bear Market Coffee in Dublin. And Stephen, you were the uh, first coffee chain, and I remember speaking to you at the time when you when you did this to go cashless uh, in Ireland. What made you decide to do that? And this was uh, this was before COVID, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, this was um, 2019, I think, hmm. um, or was it 2018? <laughs> Top of my head now. Um, so we did it primarily just for the the customer experience was our our main driving motive for it, um, and that was just because we wanted our our team engaging with the customer rather than having their head down in the till. So, like, if you work out over 400, 500 transactions a day. If you have your head down and you're you're taking 20 seconds or 15 seconds every time, it adds up enough time you're not talking and engaging with the customer. So that was our kind of primary driving And factor. I remember at the um, time when you introduced it first, there were some complaints from some people, but uh, we've, we've changed even in that three or four years that now everybody hmm. expects to pay uh, contactless. Yeah, like, uh, funny enough, we, we, we got a few complaints, not a huge amount, because I remember at the time talking to you, we were saying that, I think it was the top of my head of 50% of our customers at that time were cashless anyway. Um, I think even slightly higher in some of our stores. But um, so we experienced a little, a few complaints, but the way we always do it and the way we still do it is we kind of say, listen, the next time you're in, um, or passing by, drop in and you can, you can pay for the coffee then. And we always give it on the house. So we never turn someone away right, very with, good, um, yeah. with, a, with a, like saying you can't. But obviously, coffee. you've noticed uh, since you uh, became the first coffee shop to go completely cashless, you've noticed that becoming less and less and less of a problem because more and more and more oh, yeah. people are using cashless. Yeah, we we get very few complaints. Like I can, I literally think over the last two months we might have had one. Um, that's that's come to me. So, yeah, very, very few. And um, most people are just saying now it's so convenient. Like there will always be a few that will, that it just doesn't suit everyone. It's not one size doesn't fit all. There's obviously going to be people that just doesn't suit. But we found for the majority of our customers, um, it, it, it works. And it has and gotten like much it. easier as well. I remember a time where yeah. you'd go into cer- certain shops and they'd say minimum transaction on a card mm. of 10 euro or whatever. Now uh, every shop would accept any amount of money on your card or on your phone or whatever. Yeah, like uh, it, it actually costs, I worked it out, it costs just as much, if not more, for us to process cash than it does to actually process um the uh, cashless or contactless. Okay, so it's a, between the pickups, the deliveries, all that kind of stuff, lodgings, it's a lot more ex- or equally as expensive, if not more, to take cash. All right, well, um, fair play so to you, yeah. Stephen. You <laughs> saw the trend a couple of years ago, and uh, the trend has definitely followed you in, in going cashless. Uh, one final question Do you use cash at all yourself? No, very, very little. I got given, my brother gave me. Um, money this morning and I literally um, it's it's pain in the ass <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good to talk to you Stephen thanks very much indeed a few of your uh, messages that have come in on this Hi Adrian my local church has installed a tap and go I haven't seen this in a church yet uh, for donations as the passing of, of the plate 
has gone as a result of COVID. Even Jesus has gone digital, says uh, Angie. Sarah is uh, on the line. Sarah, why did you get in touch with us? What's the point you wanted to raise? Yeah, I just wanted to say that, you know, this um, move to digital, it's, you know, it's been forced on the consumer. Uh, There are less opportunities to pay cash and there's a there's a drive to by financial services and other organizations to force uh, a digital agenda which means removing um the cap- uh, removing you know cash as as a currency so it's all I, I don't know if that's necessarily true. I think this is um, this is being led by the public. This is where the public want to go for the sheer convenience of using your phone or your card. Um, the the public has embraced it, and that's good. But I I don't agree that uh, cash should be um, I uh, should should no longer be in circulation. No, there's no suggestion. There's certainly no suggestion at this moment that cash will no longer be in circulation. I can see it being around for uh, a long time to come. But you clearly believe that cash is king. Do you always use cash? I have moved to using cash and stopped using cards. Oh, you've moved. Oh, you've gone the opposite direction. In, in order to be able to manage my money better. And can you not manage your money with a bank no. account and a card? No, because what? I'm spending more than I normally would. If I had to pay over cash, I, I spend less when I use the cash. Okay, so having the physical cash enables yeah. you to uh, look after your money better. It, it does, yeah. Okay, that's very interesting. I actually yeah. find the same sometimes myself. Um, and you, you go to look at your bank account and you go, oh my God, I spent that much. Oh, right, I didn't yeah. realise that. Yeah. Where if you have so the physical... No, I take, I take the point. Uh, if you have the physical cash, um, it is easier to keep an eye on. Thanks very much, Lee, for your call, uh, Sarah. And one uh, final message from Peter in Dublin. He says, I prefer to use cash when I can. I don't think it's safe to totally depend on technology for financial means. If some major catastrophe happened, not a total impossibility with what's happening in the world right now and uh, the internet went down, then who knows what that could bring about, says uh, Peter, as regards using your cards uh, and everything else. Anyway, thanks very much indeed for uh, all your opinions on that. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.